0: hey welcome to the hero collective podcast where you'll learn to reinvent your faith rediscover your unique purpose and identity and learn to flourish by design i'm your host ian smith and i am so glad you joined us here's what you need to know it's time happy friday hero collective so excited to kind of jump on live here and uh Share a little bit about my journey, a little bit of what's on my heart, and again, give some more context. Always uh, feed context into why, like, why Hero Collective? Why are we here? What's the point? Like, why are you sitting here listening to some guy in a Facebook group talk? But well, uh, let me say this many of you have joined because you've been intrigued at some messaging that i put out there that you can hear god speak that hearing god speak is a way to change your life and if you're listening just on an audio podcast there's a facebook group we run a facebook group for guys uh it's called uh it's called hero collective but it's facebook.com slash group slash a hero collective and the reason why uh we started hero collective is really just to gather a place where men this is not a place to try and replace church it's not a place to replace all the teaching you might find all over the internet what it is is a place to inspire and hopefully empower men to say listen um there's more in your relationship with god one of the biggest questions that i ever get asked really is how do you hear god in fact one of the big arguments i have online with people when i say arguments because I have stuff that's out online, I, I get lots of feedback from other guys in the community, Christian community, I should say, not inside our community, who are just like, what, like, this is this is heresy, God doesn't speak anymore, he only speaks if I want to hear God speak, I'll read the Bible out loud, I mean, these are the things that, and so it's cool, so I just, I engage and I have conversation, I love sharing the truth of scripture, what I see in scripture, my experience with people, so that, you know, we can, we can talk about this, but I want to talk about hearing God today, I want to talk about, why questions are so important. I'm going to dump in the Bible. So if you have your Bible, hopefully you can grab it or you can pull it up on your phone and follow along. This is going to be really quick. I've said before, I don't consider this a place that you need to come to to get all of your, your, whole, all your doctrine and theology. But this is a place where I'm looking to just um, show you some things that I see in the scriptures. You can search them out yourself. But here's the point. I think every single person can benefit from hearing God to a greater degree. I know I can. I don't hear God perfectly in my life, but I believe that this invitation we have to know him and to jump into intimacy with him and hear his voice, I think is there's no time that's been more important that we hear God. Why? Because truth is so hard to discern these days. Who do you listen to? Do you listen to a guy like me? Do you listen to the news? Do you listen to some other podcaster? Who's telling the truth? How do you discern what the truth is? Well, I think that learning to discern the voice of God, the character and the nature of God and understanding God is one of the major ways and keys to understanding God and his, his voice inside the earth, what God is doing, what God is saying, but then practically God's voice to speak to our hearts, to guide our lives, to help us in our lives, to lead us into the next season. I mean, this is, you can't find chapter and verse that says, yes, except. The, the accountancy position that you've been offered or that your next job should be in the trucking industry or you should start your own business. Like there's no chapter and verse for that. And so when guys say like, well, God doesn't talk anymore. Well, of course he does. I think everybody believes God speaks. I think just some people have a kind of a hangup about... Well, we've got the inspired Word of God, and then God doesn't... No, God's not adding to His Word. No, He's not. Get it. But God is, through the power of His Holy Spirit, leading you and I. So let's get into this. Why are we talking about this? Because hearing God's voice is so important these days. And I want to talk about a little bit about situations in my life. But specifically today, what what do questions... How do questions have anything to do with hearing God? All right, we're going to jump into the Bible right now. So if you have it, I want you to turn to... Uh, we won't go to Exodus 16, but let me let me preface it. We're going to go to Deuteronomy 8 really quickly and say this. You remember the story in Exodus? The nation of Israel is wandering around in the wilderness. Remember, in the New Testament, we look at the Old Testament and it's it's types and shadows. Okay, we're supposed to learn lessons from the Old Testament. Now, we even have in Hebrews 4 a reference to the Israel not being able to enter into the rest of God. It's it's there's a an interesting connection to the story we're about to read. But in Exodus, the Israelites are called out of Egypt. They're supposed to take a journey that's not supposed to take that long, but God takes them on a 40 year journey. Why is that? It's because he wasn't just trying to get the slave him them out of slavery in Egypt, but they're trying to get the slavery out of them. So as a concept, here's my belief system, that we still in our own worlds, we're not to be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the ruining of our mind. So our our unrenewed minds, our lies that we believe, the things that we don't understand or the things that we believe wrongly about God or ourselves or others are going to hamper God's ability to use us, speak to us, do things in our life. Okay, that's that's basically it. And so in Exodus, we see the nation of Israel, they're called out into the wilderness. They wander around for 40 years and God did it for a reason. And it in Deuteronomy 8, So let me just say this before that. We know they were led by a pillar of cloud, by a pillar of fire they were provided for. So they had everything they needed. And yet, do you remember what they just ached and ached to do is just go back to Egypt. All they wanted was the comfort of slavery. Instead of what God was trying to do is teach the nation of Israel to trust him. To trust him. Okay, Deuteronomy 8. Let's go really quick. Deuteronomy 8 says, Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in into the land and possess what the Lord swore to your fathers. Here's what he says. Remember this. The Lord God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Okay. There you go. The wilderness, if you're walking through a season in your life where you're like, I'm uncomfortable, I just lost my job, maybe it was by your own will, maybe you decided you're going to step out in faith because you believe God's calling you to that, or because of the circumstances in your life where you lost a job, you, you're you're in between, your income got cut, you got a, a bill you need to pay, and you're in a sense of a wilderness. Maybe you're, you're lonely, you had a relationship that was important to you that's lost and it's gone, and you're in a wilderness. What is the idea? From scripture about wilderness it's that place it's uncomfortable that's what it is but God has you on a journey somewhere better he always does he's a redeemer and he's always looking to redeem every single situation that you're walking through for his good but how does he do it all right verse 3 says so he humbled you allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone But man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. All right. I don't know if you caught this. Like the manna that fell from heaven. I don't know if you know this, but the word manna literally is like a question. It's what is this? That's what the word manna means. And if you ask a Jewish reader about this story, what they believe is that when you're in the wilderness, God leads you with questions. Why? Because he's trying to get to our hearts. He's trying to uproot the unbelief, the disobedience, the things in our lives, our false beliefs, the ways we've conformed to the patterns of this world, where we need our minds renewed. He's trying to uproot those things so that we can get to where he wants to go. Remember, that's the promise. The promise is to go in and possess the land which the Lord God swore to your father. Now so in the Old Testament, that was the promised land. For you, in the New Testament, it is the place of your design, is your, your sorry, your destiny, your designed place of... Being fruitful in God, provided for. Okay? So here's what he says I humbled you and I allowed you to hunger. If you're going through a season right now, listen, God's allowing you to hunger, but he's faithful. I know what this is like. I get it. I'm in a season right now. It's the same thing. God is allowing us to hunger and it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. I wake up most days, a lot of days, and I'm like, this is uncomfortable. But why is he doing it? He's doing it to test our hearts. Why? To know he wants to humble us, test our hearts. He wants us to not rely on ourselves. We want to go back to Egypt so we can eat leeks and have meat. But we're under slavery. He knows he's leading us to a better place. If you're aching for freedom, listen to me. If you're aching for freedom, embrace the wilderness. As a son, take a posture of humility and surrender and embrace the season that you're in. Okay, Don't give in to it. Embrace it, thank God for it, and listen. There's a lesson in this for us. It says that He fed us, He fed them with manna to teach us that man shall not live by bread alone. Tell me how this makes sense. Manna was actually a physical substance that fell from heaven. They were supposed to gather it every day and they ate it for sustenance. This does not say, I fed you from heaven with manna so that your tummies would be full, so that you'd be comfortable again. Nothing like that. He said, I sent this manna so that you would learn not to live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. A Jewish believer believes that manna, what is this? That when you're in the wilderness, God leads you with questions. He leads you with questions and questions are the tools that we use. A lot of times the questions sound like this. Oh God, coming from us to him, God, what are you doing? God, this, (laughs) why is this so hard? God, what am I doing wrong? God, what, why do I deserve this? God, what are you up to? God, what am I supposed to do? Isn't that how our heart responds? I know that's what my heart responds in the wilderness. We begin to engage with the Lord. Now, if we're actually serious, here's the problem. Most of us ask those questions. We do it in a lamenting, complaining style, and then we turn our ear away, and we go and bang our head against the wall or stress out or drink ourselves or sleep ourselves or sex ourselves or something to the point where we don't have to think about our problems. But we never listen for God to speak to us. And yet it's God who is testing us as we walk through this wilderness. He's already going to be a pillar of cloud, pillar of fire. We know that from the Old Testament. He said he'll look after us, he'll guide us, and he'll feed us. And What do we do? We ask questions, but we don't wait for the answer. We don't wait for the answer. God wants to feed us and lead us in the wilderness season with questions that he wants to answer. Why? So that he can cull out the lies, the things we believe about ourselves that may have caused the season or been a problem in the season previous. And he wants to get them out of us. He wants us to be rerooted into the truth of who he is. And this starts in our heart. So the reason why in Hero Collective, I'm such a big fan of in prayer with God Having a dialogue about the situations and the things and the emotions that we have in our life is because if you can learn to hear God for yourself, it's the easiest place to begin to practice to hear and understand how God speaks to you. Okay, so in Deuteronomy 8, he humbled us. And he fed us with questions, he fed us with manna in the wilderness so that we would learn not to live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Father. If you fast forward and you look at this, the context of Deuteronomy is the blessings we get on obedience. It even talks in Deuteronomy 8.18 that God is the one who gives us the power to get wealth. Look, if you're aching for wealth in your life, if you're aching for finances, if you're aching to be in a different place in your life, God's not withholding. Now, if you want to believe the lie that God wants you poor and broke and that's what he's trying to do in your life and that's what it is to be spiritual, you go for it, man. And this group won't be for you, I'll tell you right now. I don't believe that. Now, do I believe that God's a genie and if we just rub the lamp a little bit, he's going to He's gonna shower a million dollars? No, I don't. But does the Bible have promises that he's going to look after you? Yes, he does. Every need met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, he'll make all grace abound towards you that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, love and abundance for every good work, when you're a generous giver, when you're working alongside the Lord, when you live according to His principles, God is not against us having money, okay? So, my point is, there is a place, a promised land, and a place of blessing that's available to us, and when we're walking through a wilderness, if you're walking through a wilderness, we've got to get good at embracing questions with God and allowing Him to answer those questions, Okay. I want to tell you a couple stories. So one of the things that happened in my life was uh, back probably around 2015, 2016, I had an idea for a business. And so it was an idea, um, prayed about it, but it seemed to be in line with who I was, with the things I wanted to do, with the dreams and the desires I had in my heart. And so I pursued it and I started a revolutionary, me with some other partners. I'm not saying it was by myself, but we started a revolutionary sort of tech platform for fundraising for nonprofits in Canada, the first of its kind. Now that happened. That was a whole nother season. I could tell you a whole nother story about that. I've shared a little bit about it, but that was a way that God led me. Why? Because I felt an impression. I had an idea. It was creative and I outworked it. I went after it. I followed it. And today, this. Platform, this company is is out there and it's working and it's helping people raise money and it's it's great and I also got the incredible privilege of walking through that whole thing and learning lessons along the way that actually helped purify redeem me and create a different mentality in me uh, one that saw that God was faithful to provide it got in lots of areas, fear out of my life anyways that's that's one story I've also been out of my own independent as a contractor for a long time and the number one way that I've got business is by just following after praying, following the impressions that God put on my heart, talk to this person, or I'm standing in a soccer field. I remember this in, this one in particular, I'm standing in a soccer field, I'm speaking to a guy and I just felt, I speak to guys all the time, but I just felt important in that moment that I asked them about their, their business and about whether or not they need services like mine. And I got a client. This has happened over and over and over again. When I find a client drops off and a new client, I need to, I'm looking for a new client. I ask God, who do I reach out to? What do I do? And it's a very natural process. Text this person, email this person. And I start to write down ideas in a journal. That's hearing from God. God, what do I need to know about this season I'm in right now? What do I need to do? God will speak to our hearts about ourselves to help uncover lies. So for instance, if I'm freaked out and worried about provision all the time, if God can't break through that lie, what am I apt to do the next time I'm in lack? Is... Reach with my hand, try to grab and make something happen. Maybe get myself in a situation or into a client that that isn't built for me. It's not right, and I've had that happen. I've reached with my hand because I'm scared that God's not going to look after me. Look, is that you? Have you done that? Does it look like? It feel like that? Everything you put your hand to, it just doesn't turn out the way you want. Well. Let's start talking to God, asking God. Now, does that mean every time you hear something, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be, you know, the, the light show from heaven? You're gonna know that God spoke, and you're gonna just absolutely in that moment, it's gonna turn everything around. No, but God will lead you. And in practicing, in going, oh, I feel like I'm supposed to talk to this person, send an email to this person, watching that door open or seeing it close, you begin to understand how God speaks to you. Ask. God questions in the middle of the wilderness. What's your need? Ask God questions. Who do I talk to? What am I supposed to do? Get out a journal. When you spend, don't just go about doing what you've always done. Ask God. Why? Because it's a better way. Yeah. But also because in the small things in your life and the little situations, he's going to lead you to hear his voice so that you can hear him in the bigger things. And the one that I've referenced that I'll mention is, is I was reading about a year and a half ago, and I'm not gonna get into detail here because the last thing I'm trying to do is, is, is hype, hype things up. But two years ago in September uh, 23rd, I was reading a passage of scripture I've read a million times, it's in Genesis. Um, I, I feel a, uh, a connection with, with Joseph. And so I often read Joseph, especially at the end of the year, moving into the beginning of the year, I read about Joseph. As I'm reading about Joseph, which I've read the story a million times, what do I experience except I see a passage jump off the page. And what passage jumps off the page is it says, and in Egypt, it's Genesis 47, I think it's 15. And it says, and in that day, the money failed in Egypt. And all of a sudden, I've read that a million times. All of a sudden, that jumped off the page. I'm like, wait a minute. What? The money failed in egypt and i'm like god is this a warning what is like that's weird that, that jumped off the page now here's my point here's my point tons of people read things like that happen but they just don't pay attention when god's trying to get their attention well for me i took that i prayed a little bit more about it and then i started to pay attention about things around finance and money in my own life and doors began to open i started to get connections into new Types of financing and investments and things that I had no clue about, but I felt like God was leading me into. And the result of that has been that at this point in time, uh, well, because of the decisions I made, because of what God not spoke to me specifically about, but poked me about, invited me to explore. I have seen doors open in my financial life and my, my savings and my like for my family that. We'll just put it to you this way, Uh, the the types of results I've got, uh, I have never got in my whole life. And he's connected me to the resources, the people, and I've got the results that I've been looking for in an area of my life, in the area of finances, specifically because as I was reading God's word, I recognized when God said something. Now, does that happen every day? No, I'm not going to tell you it does. But the more we practice and the more we we engage with God, the more it will happen. So asking God questions when you're reading scripture, when you're going through, when you're praying, asking God about situations you're walking through, but expecting him to answer and understanding that oftentimes when God speaks, it feels like an intuition. It feels like something that is even, was that me or was that my voice? just start to write things down start to practice hearing god's voice and then act on it and see what he says now if god is asking you think he's asking you to do something crazy then please make sure it lines up with his word, run it past some other people. If it's big, if it involves other people and not just you, if it seems like a really big thing, it's always good to get some counsel. But here's my point. So often God is speaking to us about unique little things in our life. And what he's doing is he's, he's inviting us to learn how he speaks to us. But it's the small things that lead us into the bigger things. It's the small areas of hearing his voice, getting confirmation, getting excited in our spirit to know that God's leading you and guiding you. That all of a sudden you start, you start speaking to other people, and and doors are opening, or or people are saying things like, Wow, that really resonates with me, or wow, somebody else just told me that too. And you start to recognize when God's talking, that is so exciting. So exciting. His word comes alive, the spirit comes alive in you, and you begin to realize that. Whatever the season is that you're walking in, God is leading you. Asking God questions and listening for his response. Questions are key. God, what, I love this. This is from my, one of my favorite teachers along these lines. His name is Jamie Winship. God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Before you ask, sorry, I'm sorry. Not what do you want me to do? Before you ask, what do you want me to do? Ask God, God, what do you want me to know? God, about this situation I'm walking through, what do you want me to know? And just sit and listen. And it doesn't matter if it's the most mundane thought you've ever had, write it down. Write down something in a journal. Just sit for a bit. How bad are we at this? Sitting with God for insight, for wisdom, to write things down, to just actually mull over and understand, make sure that we are hearing God's voice, Just and, and just Write stuff down in a journal so you can go back, don't discern it in the moment. Write it down. God, what do you want me to know about my teenager today? What do you want me to know about the next job opportunity? What do you want me to know about what you called me on this earth for? What do you want me to know about my wife? What do you want me to know about this subject I'm studying? What do you want me to know about my finances? What do you want me to know about my health? What do you want me to know? Ask him these questions. Write down the answers you get in a journal. It seems so silly and mundane. I mean, heck, I'd love to be here and tell you that I've got the one, two, three silver bullet of changing your life. But when you begin to engage God, it energizes your faith. You begin to learn you can hear God. And when you start small, he leads you. And you start to hear and get confidence of how he's leading you. You start to learn what he's saying, what he's not saying. And you begin to see what God is doing in your life. And you can start to partner with him because he's always, just as it says in Deuteronomy 8, To go in and he's leading us so we can go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to our fathers. Interestingly enough, he had a place for the nation of Israel that he wanted to lead them in. But they couldn't get to it until he began to deal with their hearts, their minds, their thinking. And that they would learn that they aren't to live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Father. Jesus was tested in the wilderness. What did Satan say to him? You remember He fasted. He's hungry. Whatever situation you're in, you're hungry. I get it. I'm hungry. I'm hungry for change. Maybe you're dealing with an addiction. I'm hungry to see change. God, what do you want me to know? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to know? Ask God to reveal your heart to you. When Satan tempted Jesus, Jesus was hungry. He was hungry. He was a man. He had a stomach like you and I. And Jesus, in the wilderness, when Satan said, why don't you just turn that stone into bread? Do it with your own hand. You can do it in your, own, in your own time, in your own power. You've got the power to do it. Jesus said, no, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Father. He was so convicted to make sure he followed what his father did that he wouldn't meet his own needs in his own power, but he would trust the Lord to speak to him. And Hebrews 4 talks about the fact that let us therefore be diligent to enter the rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience and unbelief, referring back to the Israelites walking in the wilderness, that there is a place of rest. There's a promised land. There's a place for you and I of rest, even within the season that we're walking through right now. And how do we get there? For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of soul and spirit to the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. There's no creature that's hidden from God. You're not hidden from God. Your season that you're walking through isn't hidden from Him. He cares for you. He wants to father you through this. The way He's going to do it is by getting to your heart. And the way that He gets to your heart is by you allowing Him to speak to you being expectant he's going to speak to you and start practicing hearing from him and doing what he says. That is how you learn to hear from God and find breakthrough in every area of your life. I'm convinced of it. It's the journey I am sold out for and inviting you to come along with me as we, we step in to the things that God's called us to in our unique identity as the Hero Collective. That's it for today. I hope you have a great weekend. Have a great weekend with your family. Put some of these in place. Next time you pray, sit down five, ten minutes. Give God a chance. Bring up a situation. Bring up a, something about that you're going through. Ask God, God, what do I need to know? And then what do I need to do? And just start writing. See what he says. And if you don't get anything, practice and keep practicing. Keep your eyes open. Stay attentive. Watch to see what God's saying. And I guarantee that you're going to begin to learn hearing his voice. He'll lead you to freedom. You've got a promised land waiting for you. And we're all on the way to it. Let's go together and let's go hearing and experiencing God in our unique identities. All right, here, Collective, have a great week. And we will talk to you next week. See ya.